Happy Holy Week. Happy Holy Week. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. And you know if it's Thursday, it's your girl, Dr. P. And I am on the pod. Dr. P on the pod. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I'm excited. I mean, you know, I'm always excited. Because it's all about love and you know it's all about joy. Mm-mm-mm. It's just something about love and something about joy. And this is Holy Week. So I'm really feeling the joy. And I'm really sending some joy. Mm-mm-mm. Some, I mean, I'm going to press it to you. Joy to you. And of course, I'm always surrounding you with light and love. I'm excited. I'm always happy around Holy Week. Well, I'm happy all the time, but Holy Week is, it's, is special. You know, it's so special because, you know, we get to really, uh, for those of us who are uh, in the body of Christ and and who are Christians, you know, I, I, I share often that I believe in the allness of God. You know, Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, Baha'i, I just believe in the allness of God. The allness of God, because it's Holy Week, it just makes me just more joyful and more loving and just the mystery, the mystery of the oldness of God just comes forth during Holy Week and Jesus uh, uh, coming into Jerusalem and the people who said, Hosanna, Hosanna was crucifying him. Lord have mercy by the time we got to Good Friday. And I know we all can talk about those who shout Hosanna to Hosanna to us one day and crucifying us on another. But that's not the, that's not the conversation. The conversation is all about resurrection. Ha <laughs> ha, that really is the conversation. And as I was thinking about who I wanted to share uh, during Holy Week, who I wanted to be my special guest, our dear sister Alice Freeman kept coming to my mind and kept coming to my heart. Uh, I don't know why. So clearly she has something to tell us today because when I called her, she said, yes. So I'm not even going to spend time talking a lot because I want to give so much time, you know, to our dear sister, Alice. And you know her, you, you love her just as much as I do. is the founder of Healthy Heart Plus, located in Richmond, Virginia. She is a registered neuropath with the American Neuropathic Medical Certification Board. She's a nutritionist and certified nutritional counselor. She's a diabetic educator. She's a lactation educator. She's a psych certified hydrocolonic therapist. She's a certified raw food chef and a midwife. I mean, Alice is just a phenomenal, she embodies the allness of God. And that's why I just love her. And I just love her. Alice, I'm so glad you are and I love us you on too. the pod. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> Alice, thank you so much for being here. You know, and, but, you know, I just wanted to share 
with the family this week, Holy Week, your wisdom, because you always got something. You always got something that lifts us up, you know, and as we are going through the ultimate lifting up uh, resurrection to Easter Sunday morning, the ultimate lifting up, I just felt in my spirit that I'm going to ask Alice to come and to share a word with us today. I'm so glad you were able to be here and what you got to say for Holy Week, Alice, as we go through this week right up into uh, resurrection, you know, crucifixion, resurrection, Sunday, and how this really relates to our health and our body and our mind and our consciousness. I'm going to be quiet and let you have well, the floor. Well, thank you, Doc, for that introduction. That's humbling. And now I'm in my, 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 my evolution. So I worked while it was day. And when the night comes, no man can work. But now I'm going through my restoration and so God has been dealing with me with how he reveals himself to us. And so during this resurrection and this crucifixion that he came out of and that process, God was showing me in Psalms 19, 1 and 6, how he reveals himself through everything in this universe. And so he revealed himself through humanity with Jesus, because you know Jesus wanted that cup to pass. Mm -hmm. But he had the courage and the faith. He was a believer. He believed that he would ascend, and he did. But that was God revealing himself through humanity to us. And so that was such an impact for me thinking about, you know, everything that evolves around resurrection, but the simplicity of God revealing himself. And he's doing it every day to us and with us revealing himself. But I believe we have to come closer in order to see what God is doing. And so it takes a celebratory part out of it and it brings in the gratitude. It deepens our gratitude. What it does, it helps to harness our faith because we know for a fact that Jesus ascended to heaven and then he forgave, we, our sins were forgiven. So we've been forgiven of our sins through the blood of Jesus. And that was only because God revealed himself to us through humanity that that process took place. And so I also believe, now when you think about this, you know, women, they were the first ones to see <laughs> Mary Magdalene. Mm -hmm. And so that was a point of liberation for women. But we didn't, we, I, I don't believe we took our mantelpiece because women were so oppressed and they were not permitted in the court of law to have an opinion on anything. But they were the first to see this, to witness. I use the word witness. That God revealed himself to humanity through women. Mm. And liberation, that was a point of liberation because they were actual witnesses. So it, it, it does my heart all the good I've been thinking about that and how women are still positioning and repositioning themselves with a mantelpiece that God gave to them through the revelation of witnessing 
and using his humanity through Jesus' crucifixion and his resurrection. So he's always, always inviting us to participate with him. I think we have to see. And in order to see, there's a precondition. I think it's in Matthew eleven twenty-eight. You have to be humble enough to have your issues, to be burdened, to be broken, to be heavy laden. And he's promised to give us rest because when he gives us that rest, he restores us and particularly our sight so that we can see him in the fullness of his glory as he reveals himself to us. He reveals himself to us in nature because you know how I feel about sovereignty and food. God has given us land and agriculture and ways to express his wondrous works. So every time we pull something out of the ground, every time we plant something in the ground, what we're doing is we're witnessing God revealing himself to us through nature and the process of extending to us our daily bread. It's a powerful thing when you think about When you think about it, it's powerful. So he's always at work all around us and in us to act and to will, I believe, according to his good purpose and pleasure. I also believe that this resurrection should be contemplated and reflective of what has gone on, but and for the expense of humanity mm-hmm. and all creation. But I think we get into the busyness of it and the bunnies and the paganism, but people are coming closer, so they're realizing that is not the significance of Easter, but it's to, it's to reflect and to deepen our gratitude for the blood that was shed for our expense because there would be no redemption for sins if it were not for the blood of Jesus. And the beautiful thing about it is that when we do, I want to make sense here, when we do accept that invitation of grace because that's what Jesus accepted on the cross, it was an invite to grace because he was at his weakest and God's power, almighty power, and his promise (laughs) manifested. And so as a result of it, we have been given the same power and authority that when we're at our weakness, God has made his strongest in our lives. So for myself, that's what this resurrection experience this year has been for me because I've slowed down and I'm reflecting on God's goodness and his his mercy and his miraculous handiwork. I'm here to tell you that uh, God is a wondrous God and our bodies are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you know it because you're a scientist with the complexity of it, particularly Mm -hmm. the brain. 
we're still fascinated and still trying to find out the wonders of the brain. And so to see God moving by his spirit, reactivating my body is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. So when they would sing Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. Yes, I didn't know the depth of it. But now I understand amazing grace, Lord, Lord, Lord. His grace is amazing because his power is only made perfect in our limited capacity. There's no help from me. All I needed to do was say yes and accept that invite to grace. So that's what resurrection means to me. Mm-hmm. And as it relates to the daily bread, I'm grateful for whatever comes out of the ground. I know it's God's miraculous, his wondrous works when you put a seed in the ground mm-hmm. and you watch that seed grow into something to sustain you and palatable for you. That's his wondrous works. So it should deepen our attitude, our gratitude towards what we have around us. Everything that we have around us that he's so graciously allowing us to have stewardship in, even with our bodies, but without his amazing grace, we can't sustain any of it, Doc. That's right. That's right. So, Alice, you know, it's springtime and when the solace comes in, you know, you're always going to tell us what we what we should eat uh, and the cleansing of the body and the restoration of the body, as you as as you have been sharing uh, as we come to Easter. You know, what 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 is your take? What does your table look like on Easter Sunday? On Easter Sunday, I normally have vegetables. We like, we love greens. We love asparagus. I have a salad, a green salad. I normally do a sweet potato. We do sweet potatoes and it's a part of culture. And we, we started loving, believe it or not, lamb. Mm. So we use, we use uh, lamb and I especially Appreciate it now because of the omega three and the omega three that's in the lamb, and we normally do lamb and we do salmon, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll stuff salmon and lots of fresh, fresh lemonade. That's what my Easter's look like, and I make, oh, I would make homemade cobblers, mm. which you wouldn't let a toddler get in the kitchen and cook. <laughs> <laughs> things, no. So with my direction, some of that is manifested. But blue, fresh blueberries, I freeze them. And we make fresh blueberry cobbler and fresh blackberry cobbler and fresh apple cobbler. So simple, duh. It's so easy and simple to make. And so I believe that as long as we're eating food and using it in its most authentic capacity, when we change the the authenticity of that food, we compromise that food. So you have people who prefer to be vegans, and those are people who are 
are, are sensitive to their digestive system. And then you have people who are carnivores. They like to eat meat, but those people are, are sensitive through education of how their foods matriculate through their system. So that would mean they would have to have something living, a salad, and they would need more fiber in their diet in order to help them to digest the protein flesh. Mm -hmm. So my family has always been conscious of that because that's something I was teaching my children when they were younger, how to eat their foods. Because God wants us to eat and to eat with a spirit of gratitude and joy and not feel like we're under condemnation when we're eating Because food is an expression of God's love and provision for humanity, particularly for those of us in this time to have options of what we want to eat. Mm -hmm. So we want to be selective, but we want to make sure that we have living foods and green vegetables because those vegetables, oh God, is so awesome. They have 125 minerals in them, Doc. <laughs> Greens, you know, mm-hmm. okra. Oh God, I've been having okra, 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 okra. I'm planting okra in the in my garden this year. Oh, that's beautiful because mm-hmm. I do okra in so many different dishes, and okra is a natural cleanser. But at the same time, it is so high in vitamin A. Okra is powerful. Powerful cleanser. <laughs> I remember when I was young, they would just boil okra. I don't know if you remember that and have it on the table. That's right. Boil okra. <laughs> to help with Seed, the seeds and all. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So it's a beautiful thing. You know, yes, the food hasn't yes, yes, changed. Yes. But my narrative on it has is that the body profits us nothing. It's the spirit that we should feed and care for so that the spirit can lead us to make sound, healthy decisions about how we treat our bodies. That's right. We honor the Holy Spirit inside of us to care for the Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit can direct us and how to treat and care for our bodies. Because without the direction of the Holy Spirit, we are like landfills or we're like city without walls. And the Holy Spirit will give us the self-control and the discipline or even take the mm, the cravings from us for those things that are detrimental to us. Well, my dear sister Alice, we're going to have to jump up out of here. Thank you so much for all that you have shared with us today. I am, uh, this is probably the most relaxed I've been all day, probably all all week, <laughs> all week, your you your presence, your voice is just so soothing and so healing. And we are sending all of this healing right back to you. Yes. Thank Light you. Light and love to you. Thank you so much. Family, I got to go. I, I got to go. I got to go. But I'm going to, I got to go. You know, uh, it's it's a happy Easter to, to all of you. Uh, enjoy whatever you're going to do, but try to try to reach out to a family member. You mm-hmm. know, it's time to get closer to family. 
Uh, sometimes I feel like I'm not as close. And although I am close, I feel like I need to lean in uh, to my family a little bit more. I need to, mm. you know, as I'm struggling to uh, let go and uh, let Maurice at 19 find his way at the same time. I feel like I need to lean in. And, you know, I have my boy, Demetrius, who's now 44 and getting married. And sometimes I need to let him go. And then I feel like I need to lean in. And then there's Richard, who is always bubbling and running here and running there. And I, you know what, Richard, you just got to go find your way. But then I have to lean in. I think Easter time, let's lean in. Let's lean into family. Mm family. Um, you know, whatever you're doing, um, you know, we don't get dressed like we used to. I know I don't. Uh, you know, from Lincolnville, you I, by now we would have the, the white shoes ready and the dress and the hat and everything was ready for Easter Sunday morning. Uh, that tradition does not, is no longer with me, but uh, the memory of the importance of coming together and family lives in me. So I'm going to, you know, as my sister was talking, um, a, a song, uh, a very dear song came to came to mind, one that I was, matter of fact, singing uh, on Palm Sunday. And I'm going to leave you with the words of this song. And my, my sister Alice, again, thank you so much because your, your conversation about the blood reminded me of one of my favorite songs as we go into Good Friday and to yes. Resurrection Sunday. And, you know, I don't sing on the pod often. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to sound. But, oh, if you don't, if, but if it don't, if it don't sound right, don't worry about it. You know what oh, I'm singing about. <laughs> it. Yeah. Release it. Oh, yes, indeed. The blood that Jesus shed for me. I know you're singing with me. Way back on Calvary. The blood that gives me strength from day to day, it will never lose its Ah, oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Family, I got to you. go. Got to go. Sister Alice, happy Easter. Happy love Easter. You. God bless y'all. We'll be right back here next Thursday. Because you know if it's Thursday, it's your girl, Dr. P. And I am on the pod. Happy Easter. <laughs> <laughs>